Do you find yourself trying to read the Bible and feeling totally lost and confused? You're wondering, is this even English? Is this even possible for me to understand? You want to connect more with God. You want the spiritual growth. But if you can't feel confident reading your Bible, that's going to be so difficult. So today, we're going to take some time and talk about how to read our Bibles in a way that not only connects us with the living God, but is fun and practical and is something we can actually accomplish. We are going to boost that confidence with some really practical tips about how to do it, how to read the Bible, how to get something out of that time with the Lord, and even how to make it happen when you've got the little ones at home and time is precious and you just don't have as much time for the Lord as you wish you did. We're going there today, my friends. We are going to deepen those skills, encourage our hearts, and build that confidence in how to read God's word. So if you're ready to grow closer to the Lord, you're in the right place. I'm Jess Hayes, and this is the Love Your People Well podcast. We are all about learning how to enjoy Christian family life, which starts with a firm foundation of faith. If you are not close with the Lord, if you are not growing spiritually, your family relationships are not going to be where you want them to be. You're missing a huge component of family life. If you're not feeling connected to the Lord, you're not growing closer to the Lord. And we know there is grace. There is such abundant grace for when we're struggling with this, when our emotions are not lining up with what we know to be true of God. But we're here to work toward that firm foundation of faith so that we can deepen our relationships at home and enjoy the time that God gives us in this short season with our little ones at home, and we just want to soak up every minute of it. So as I said, I'm Jess. I am a pastor's wife and a mom of four under four at the time I'm recording this, and I am passionate about the Lord's word, about prayer, And I've been counseling women for over 10 years as a licensed therapist, which, of course, I'll remind you, I'm not your therapist. This podcast is not therapy, but I do have over a decade of experience helping women draw closer to the Lord and find fruit and goodness in their family relationships as they have experienced that spiritual growth. And that is my hope and my prayer for you as well, my friend. So as we jump into this conversation today about how to read the Bible, how to feel confident about that and enjoy it and actually find time for it, we need to start with probably the most important thing that we will say in this whole conversation, which is to remind all of us that the goal in reading the Bible is not to enjoy family life. The goal of reading the Bible is not to have a better marriage 
offer to a parent our kids with wisdom and with joy. The goal of reading the Bible is not to find the magic solution to every problem. We read the Bible to get to know God, the God who created us, who loves us, who sacrificed himself to save us, the God who has redeemed us and given us new life in Christ. He is still alive. He is still at work. He still has a plan for your life. And you can connect with him. You can know him more deeply as you read his word, which of course is the Bible. And it's so important that we start with that because it's really easy. It's really tempting to read the Bible so that we can check a box on our good Christian to-do list or to read the Bible so we can find that solution to the problem that has been plaguing us. It's tempting to read the Bible for what we can get out of it because we want a happy marriage and we want to enjoy parenting and we want to have, we want to just soak up every minute with our precious people And God wants that for us, and he wants to help us do that. But his top priority is to have a relationship with you. And the stronger that that relationship is, the more that you will have a happy marriage and enjoy your kids and have wisdom and find purpose in the chaos of family life. Those things come as an outpouring or a fruit from the deep and intimate relationship that we have with the Lord. So my friend, as we start our conversation today, I hope that that is clear, that we come to the Lord, we open the Bible, we read his word first and foremost to get to know him better. So that's a little bit of the why we will experience blessings in our family life, in our family relationships, but that really should not be and cannot be our ultimate goal, our top priority when we are reading the Bible, because if it is, we're really missing the point. Or maybe I should say we're really missing the person, (laughs) the person of God who we need that relationship with. And I don't say this to call anybody out. Um, If I'm calling anybody out, it is myself because I love to have a to-do list and I love to check things off of that list. And I love to find little nuggets of wisdom in God's word that I feel like, oh, I can apply that today. I can use that in this upcoming conversation or this struggle that I'm having at home. And those things are good, but that is not truly where my priority should be. And so with that in mind, as we recognize that the whole point, or at least the main point of reading our Bible is to get to know God better, well, let's talk about how to do it in a way that makes sense. I have a few tips for you here. Um, And you know what? I'm a fan of alliteration. You can laugh if you want to, but they're all going to start with the letter C. Okay, maybe we'll just call it the six C's of reading the Bible well. (laughs) They're not the only 
tips that are out there, but I do think that they have helped me grow in my relationship with the Lord. Um, They have helped me grow in my confidence in reading the Bible. And so I'm confident that they will help you as well. And then after we go through these six tips, we will talk a little bit about how do we make time for this? Because if your life is anything like mine, you are busy. There are a million things that you could be doing in any given moment of the day. And sometimes it's really hard to stop and rest in the Lord and open his word. And so I do hope that as you feel more confident about how to read the Bible, that you'll enjoy that time a little more. You might feel more um, motivation to take that time and open the Bible. Um, But we will chat a little bit as well about practically how to make that happen. So the first tip that I would have for you is to read the Bible in context. It is a very popular thing to have a verse of the day. You can get an app on your phone for that. You can find a million websites for that, a million Instagram accounts that'll give you the verse of the day. And that's not necessarily bad, except it's missing the context. And if you really want to feel confident in God's word and you want to be growing with the Lord, a verse a day is not going to do it. So read the Bible in context. Read an entire letter in the New Testament. They're really not that long, at least, well, most of them are really not that long. Or if you can't make that happen, or maybe you're trying to read the Gospels or something in the Old Testament that's a lot longer, read an entire chapter and read the next chapter the next day. Don't just hop around to wherever your finger happens to land that morning. If you're reading the Bible in context, it's going to make a lot more sense. The second, um, (laughs) the C letter tip that I would have here is consistency. If you are actually reading the Bible every day, even if it's just for five minutes, you're going to grow in your understanding of what's happening and you're going to build more and more and more connection with what's happening in your own life. You're going to connect dots more easily. You're going to learn more about God's character because you're seeing it every single day. And if we're only popping in God's word, you know, on Sundays at church or a few times a week, it's really easy to kind of lose track of what was happening, what's really going on, and you're not going to feel as grounded when you do take that time to read the Bible. Now, the next thing I would say is that it's really helpful to read the Bible in community. So not just on your own, um, and maybe especially if you're struggling to find time to read the Bible on your own, well, join a Bible study at your church or have a girlfriend over for coffee and read the Bible together. The more that you are reading it with other people, well, it's probably more likely you'll be consistent because there is some accountability there and you can discuss what's happening. You can ask your questions and you can bounce ideas off of each other. And that doesn't mean your friend is going to be correct about everything or have all of the answers, but it just makes the experience of reading the Bible more realistic sometimes. 
and more connected to our everyday lives. I know for myself that I'm pretty consistent with a morning time, um, including reading the Bible and prayer. Um, I'm pretty consistent with that, but it is the most fruitful when I'm having to do a particular study or I know that I need to read through a certain book of the Bible because I have a small group Bible study discussion coming up. That gives me some focus and I know I'm going to get to talk about it and I always have new ideas during that conversation with the other women in the group um, that I didn't have while I was reading the Bible by myself. And so reading it in community can be really helpful. Another piece I would highlight here is the importance of confession. When we are reading the Bible, it is teaching us first of all, about God, about his character, about who he is, about what he has done, and it's teaching us about ourselves, about the human experience. And humans are sinful creatures. We are broken. We make huge mistakes all the time. We are constantly (laughs) drifting away from the Lord. Isaiah tells us, and it's repeated many times in the New Testament, that we are like sheep who have gone astray. And so when you're reading the Bible, if you never find yourself convicted, if you never realize a need to confess something, then you might not be reading it very well or very accurately. And so there should be confession, maybe not every time that you read your Bible, but that can be a really helpful marker for us to kind of evaluate, am I really getting what God wants me to get out of my Bible reading time? If you never find yourself realizing a sin or realizing a mistake or or wanting to do something differently in your life, then you're missing something. And that's a good spot to pause for prayer and maybe reread what you've been reading, ask the Lord to open your eyes. The Bible will, at times, spark confession. It will make us more humble. It will shape us into people who are like Christ. And he is perfect and we are not. And so that is a really helpful part just to know on the front end that you will read some things in the Bible that are confusing because it's a different culture at a different time. You will read some things in the Bible that you don't like because God's plans and his thoughts and his ways are higher than ours. That again is in the prophet Isaiah. (laughs) And we know that his plans are good. His word is good. And so even though I don't understand it all, I don't necessarily like it all. It doesn't always make sense to me with what I think might be the best plan or the best idea. Well, that's an area for me to confess that his ways are higher than mine and to try to seek deeper understanding into why he might be saying something in his word to seek out other ideas to pray over it and to submit that to the lord i said i'm going to have six tips here but i have not been keeping track let's see we talked about context consistency community confession so we are up to number 5 which is that as you're reading the Bible, 
the, I think the best way that I find to not get confused and to not feel kind of immediately like I'm jumping to the application, you know, to really feel like I'm actually connecting with the Lord while I'm reading this is to always be seeking information about God's character. And that would be our C, my friend, his character, because he is the hero of the story. And as I just said, pretty much everything in the Bible is either about God's character or our character. And yes, there will be confession with that. But whenever I feel confused about something that's happening in the Bible, or I'm just not really seeing a connection, you know, it's like, wow, that happened thousands of years ago, and it feels totally unrelated to my life today, in my house with my kids and my job and and everything going on. At that point, I always find it really helpful to pause and to try to look at what do I learn about God's character from this story or from this section that I just read? What do I learn about who he is, how he thinks, what he prioritizes, what he has done? And it's not always a very straightforward answer, but asking that question and seeking to purposefully be learning about his character It gives me really helpful direction in reading the Bible. And then the last tip that I would have for you, number six, is I've already talked about this a little bit, um, but I think it can be really helpful to expect some confusion. And I know, I know, we started our conversation asking the question, do you sometimes feel confused? And our goal is in a few minutes, when you wrap up this podcast and you switch to something else or you put away your earbuds, you'll feel a little bit less confused when you open God's word. But if you're expecting that this is going to make total sense all the time, you're not having very realistic expectations, which means they're going to be disappointed, you're going to be frustrated, and then you might not read the Bible as often. So be realistic about it, my friend. Expect that sometimes you're going to read things in the Bible that confuse you. It is not going to make sense. And I'll give you maybe a seventh C. Seek out some commentaries. (laughs) Seek out other people, trained theologians, um, who have a strong biblical foundation. Because we all know you can Google all sorts of questions and find all sorts of answers. Um, And if you don't know who might be a trustworthy source, ask your pastor or ask a friend who, you know, you really look up to and respect their spiritual maturity. Um, I could tell you plenty of people that I will easily turn to. Well, why wouldn't I just tell you right now? We're having a conversation. If I have questions, if I'm confused, I like to write down that question and pray about it and ask the Lord for wisdom. And I'll talk to talk about it with my husband. And I might talk about it with some friends. And I'm going to look for commentary, other sermons, or books or podcasts or blog posts or whatever, from people who I at least generally I know I can trust their theology. I can trust that they believe the Bible that they know the Lord and believe the Lord, I don't have to agree with everything they say. And so I'm turning to people like Tim Keller, Jen Wilkin, um, the Gospel Coalition in general, which is a website with a variety of authors writing there. 
um, John Piper. I turned to him a lot. Um, Priscilla Schreier. I know that she has some great things. There's so many people out there. Those are a few that if their name pops up, I know, okay, I'm going to read this article. (laughs) And that's not an exhaustive list. Those are modern, contemporary people. And there are plenty of old dead theologians that I'm happy to read as well. Um, They don't necessarily pop up if I'm Googling a question. (laughs) But expect that as you read your Bible, you're going to be confused sometimes. And that's okay. Just write down the question. You can look in the commentary section. Some Bibles have that, like it'll show you every time in the Bible where a certain word is used, or it'll give you a cross-reference. Oh my gosh, the C's are popping up everywhere, cross-referencing commentaries. But it's okay to be confused. And the important thing is not to give up when you get confused, but to read a little bit more or seek out the answer or ask someone the question and just seek to keep growing. And the more that you do that in the full context of scripture, and you're consistent with making those efforts, and you're not reading it alone, but you have community with you, and you're willing to confess, and you're looking to learn God's character, it's okay to be confused at times. And so I hope that some of those tips are helpful. Um, I know we could have a whole another conversation about some really practical how-tos, how do you do an inductive Bible study or a topical Bible study. But what we're really talking about today is just reading the Bible. And the more you're doing that, the more you're going to know the Lord. So let's close with just a few thoughts about, in a really practical way, how do you make time for this as a busy mom? And my number one thing is waking up before the kids And I, I mean, I love, I cherish my morning time. (laughs) The alarm is way too early. It's 515 right now, but I get up and I make a cup of coffee and I read the Bible and I pray and I kind of look over my day and I take notes and I love that time. And so that is one thing that is really helpful if possible is to get up before your kids It's also really helpful to have a specific place, a certain spot, a certain chair, a certain desk, whatever it is, and put your Bible there, put your journal there, whatever you need in that spot, you know, have your candle that you light or whatever to make it a, a standard place. You don't have to think about where to go. You don't have to think about where are my things when you do have that five minutes or 15 minutes, or I mean, let's just get crazy maybe even a whole half hour. You don't even have to think about, oh yeah, where's my Bible? Where's the pen? It's already there waiting for you. But another little tip for finding some time to read the Bible is download an app. And there are hundreds of them, but I know version is a really popular one. But download an app so you can read the Bible while you're waiting in car line, or you're at the grocery store, or you're sitting in the doctor's office, or whatever it might be, or it's in the middle of the night and you're nursing your kiddo, you can open your app, you can read the Bible. And most of them have an audio option. You can hit the play button while you're washing the dishes and folding the laundry. And yes, I hope that you will listen to this podcast at least once in a while while you're doing those things. But if you have to choose between the Love Your People Well podcast and having a few extra minutes in God's word, my friend, 
It is no contest. I love you dearly. Now stop listening and go listen to the Bible if that is going to be helpful. And I know for me, there's a lot of things that get in the way of that. What do I want and what's going to feel good in this moment? And oh, there's plenty of sin there that I need to confess and we probably all need to confess. But if you have time to ever look at Instagram, if you have time to ever watch a little video on YouTube, if you have time to listen to this podcast, you have time to read the Bible. And so maybe that's going from two minutes a day to five minutes a day. Maybe that's just working on doing it every day. Wherever you're at, just take that next logical step. And you will not regret it, my friend. And so I pray that this is helpful and maybe even encouraging for getting a little bit more time reading the Bible, feeling connected with the Lord, understanding it when you are reading it. And I will encourage you as well. I probably should have mentioned this earlier, um, but I do have a freebie called the Holy Habits 45-Day Bible and Prayer Challenge that would be a great resource if you're trying to boost your consistency in God's word and understanding it better. Um, The Holy Habits Bible and Prayer Challenge is made for that exact purpose. And so I'll put the link. Um, You can find it on the website, of course, on the freebies page, loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash free. Um, But my friend, that is all I have for us today. And grab that freebie if it would be helpful. Take a few minutes today and open your Bible. And if you do have particular questions about your faith, about the gospel, about how that connects with enjoying family life, I hope that you'll let me know. I would love to get an email from you, um, or you can just leave a review right here on the podcast and ask your question or let me know what you're thinking. Um, But that's helpful so that I can make sure this podcast is helpful for you, for this whole community. So make sure to grab your freebies over at loveyourpeoplewell.com subscribe to the show if you haven't done that yet. Um, So it pops right up there in your library. And if you know a friend who is struggling in her faith, I would really encourage you to copy the link to this episode um, and send it to her. Send her a text. Um, There's a blog post version of this as well if you want to hop online and copy that link and send it. But that's a great way to love your people (laughs) outside of your home, to love your family, to love your friends, Um, It's just to share resources when you find them and to offer that encouragement. So with all of that, my friend, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.